What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the International Podcast. This is your very organic host, Noah Williams, back again with some more action, some more news, some more theories, man, some more whatever I be talking about, man, this sports shit. But you know the vibes, man. I really, really appreciate you guys taking the time to tune in with me, um, to listen to me. And I really, I really appreciate the love. You know, the support is really growing. And it's just making me feel great, making me feel more inspired to give you guys more content, give you guys more videos. So make sure that you tell your friends, tell your family. And uh, yeah, let's keep this INTL movement going, baby. I I really love it. So with that being said, man, it's episode 13. And I want to call this the Lonzo Ball Complex, right? And it's the best way that I can sum it up. Because basically, we have a ton of athletes in the country that were famous as kids. You know, and we see we seen their journey through high school and college and professional but I think Lonzo Ball is really one of the most famous ones. And, and I think we kind of know his story and understand who he is. So I think that'll be the, the easiest way for me to break it down. So let me get right into it, man. I'm not going to waste no time. So we knew Lonzo Ball at Chino Hills. I, I got my introduction to him around like 2016, 2015, right around then. And he was this star ball player, had his brothers on the team with him, putting up crazy numbers, crazy highlights doing all these things. And I found out he was going to, to UCLA. So I was super excited for him. And I really kept my eye on him. And, and one thing that I noticed at the time was the confidence that he played with. Um, pulling from anywhere, making crazy passes from anywhere, um, basically commanding respect from the other team. And he was just on a different mental level than everybody else on the court um, as far as confidence goes. And, and you could tell he really was there mentally, right? So you get to the next level at UCLA, right? So from high school to college, I don't think everybody understands how big of a leap that is, right? So you got your people that are elite in high school. And you got your people that are good in high school. And, you know, it, usually those people that are elite will go on to be that Division One guy. And the guys that are good will, will be that Division Two, Division Three. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to put any shame on any Division Two, Three, JUCO, NAIA school, college, athlete, none of, none of that. But just hear me out here, right? So you usually have your great athletes from high school that go to college. And let's say they're on a basketball team. I, I run track, for instance, but, you know, let's say they're on a basketball team, right? So usually you got about 15 guys on a basketball team. Now, in high school, this dude was the best player on his high school team. He was probably the best player on his AAU team or his EYBL team. So now he's going to a D1 program, right? So he got this this big scholarship. He's expecting to go one and done or, you know, the draft boards is already looking at him. So he's going to go there with some some type of ego. And with something to prove, right? As they all do. And we every person that's great has an ego. I'm not trying to paint it, having an ego as something negative because I think that's something great. Um, you gotta have an ego to be successful in athletics or anything that you're doing, in my opinion. So let's say you're this freshman getting on campus now, you got this ego about yourself, you got this way that you carry yourself, right? That confidence, that swag, that um, that drip, you know, that the way that you carry yourself. And you get to this college and you understand that, okay, now all these dudes can play, right? So we're on a Division One level now. I'm speaking on Lonzo Ball's behalf at UCLA. And he still was more, more talented than everybody there. So he got the starting job. He got the star role. He was getting the most shots, most, you know, he had the most, he had the biggest green light on the team. He could really do what he wanted. It was his team. He had the confidence to do so. And we've seen that grow throughout his freshman year at UCLA. And he had a really tremendous season um at UCLA and I was really really excited for him to take that next step to the pros now while he was in college right so 
like I said before, everybody on that UCLA team or everybody on the Syracuse team or the Georgetown team or the or the Florida State team, you know, you name a college, every one of those guys in high school, they were the guy. You know, in AAU, they were the guy. So now when you come to college, it's like, okay, everybody was the guy. Now, who has that heart and who has that confidence to be the guy in college? That's where things start to separate, right? In my situation running track, this is a, this is a leap that I noticed as well. Coming from being the guy in high school, myself, going to college, going to the University of Akron, if you didn't already know, I had to come there with a type, with a sense of ego and confidence in myself. Like, okay, yeah, I was the guy in high school, but I'm going to come here and I'm going to still be that motherfucking nigga. You feel me? And, and, and that's the confidence that you have to have when you go to a new environment if you want to succeed. And that going on with this Lonzo Ball complex, that is something that I think Lonzo Ball was able to do going to UCLA. Now, he declares for the draft. As soon as he declared for the draft, his father comes out. Father comes out, my son is the best player in the world. I could beat Michael Jordan. You know, my son is going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's going to get the any team he goes to to the championship. You know, my, my son's going to be a legend, one of the best point guards ever. Putting really, really high expectations on him, which honestly weren't that far-fetched if you watched his play in college. Like, if you've seen his play in college, to me, he looked like a, a suited-up, booted-up Jason Kidd. So I was like, yo, okay, like, this nigga might be the truth. So I'm listening to what his dad has to say. The Lakers draft him, and Magic Johnson really, really sold me with this, too. He said, one day Lonzo Ball is going to have his name up in the rafters in the Staples Center. So now, right, you're putting a lot of expectations on this kid to where now you want him to be an all-time great, basically. If you want to put get your name in the in the Lakers rafters, you're going to have to be an all-time great. And that's something, that's, that's high expectations that you're putting on a 19-year-old kid. So he gets there. And immediately I could tell his his confidence was there. He gets there in summer league, absolutely balling in summer league. Him and Kuzma, them boys was going crazy. Their confidence was high through the roof. Now, now it's time for the season and his father's still talking all that shit, right? So just as in high school, how you have to take that leap to be in college. Well, from college, I could only assume it's even a, a more crazier leap to go to the pros, especially to the NBA where you got the Steph Currys of the world, the Dame Lillards, the John Walls, the Chris Pauls, the Russell Westbrooks of the world, you feel me, the Trey Youngs. So now he's he's jumped into the to the battlefield with these boys, and I think it's something completely different for him. I don't think he was ready for that, and I think it really shook his confidence, right? I think, But I think it shook his confidence so much to where he can never come back from it. I think Lonzo Ball is going to have a good a good NBA career as a role player. I think he is a good role player a good point guard. I don't think he's a bad player by any means of the word, but I don't think he will ever be what we anticipated he were were to be because of that one, one word in his confidence. We've seen his confidence get stripped from him um, completely to where the dude came in shooting one way. The next year he shot another way. The next year he shot a different way. And now he's shooting an even different way than he ever shot before. And I mean, it's cool. Like, you know, I get it. You got to work on your game, improve some certain some certain things. But this, the fact that he changed his jump shot so many times, spoke to me, and it told me like, okay, there's obviously people in his ear who obviously made him lose confidence in that shot that got him to the NBA in the first place, right? Yeah, it was ugly. Of course, it was ugly, but that bitch was efficient. He was shooting that clip crazy. Um, then all of a sudden, you know, the analysts and the ESPN people, media people. 
start getting in his ear a little bit and they start talking about, well, you can't shoot that way. You can't make shots that way. Knowing fucking 40, 75% of them never played basketball in their life. But I think those things kind of worn on his confidence a little bit and brought his confidence down. So he's like, okay, well, maybe I should start shooting this way. Then he starts hesitating, thinking about it too much, you know, and, and that really took away from him just going out there and playing. Basketball isn't supposed to be a game where you go and you think everything through. It, it's not like that. It's a fluid game where the game is really based on reaction, action and reaction, action and reaction. You can run through plays. You can think through the shit as much as you want. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to go out there and just play and play off reaction and play off adrenaline and play off nigga. You feel me? Grit. But um, when you're lacking confidence, all that other shit is just really going to fall through. And that's what we've seen in Lonzo Ball. And that's one thing, you know, to all my young athletes tuning into this and listening to this, please take note of this, right? So you might be the dog at your high school. You might be the, the, the alpha male or the shit at your high school, right? But I promise you right now, that does not mean a motherfucking thing when you go to the next level. That don't mean nothing to your coaches. No matter how much your coaches, you know, might, might pretend like they want you there, when you're in high school, your coaches might really, really gas you up. And I'm talking about your college coaches, right? So these, these college coaches are going to come to the high school and make you feel like you the shit, make you feel like you the one, like you shit roses. That's how they're going to make you feel. You're going to get to school, you're going to see a change. You're going to see they're going to treat you just like every other nigga on the team. And every other nigga on the team wants your spot, right? Whether that's whether you're playing football, whether you're playing basketball, whether you're running track, playing baseball, soccer, tennis, I don't care what it is. When you get to that college level, you ain't shit to rest to the rest of them. So what you got to do is you got to earn your spot. Now, that could go one of two ways, right? You feel the energy from your teammates. You feel that they they probably want this just as bad as you or maybe more than you do, right? You can't let that waver your confidence. You can't let that decrease your confidence fuck you up in any sense because when your confidence goes i promise you you will not have the same love for the sport i've seen so many people that were elite in high school better than me better than me in high school you know what i mean and i have no problem saying that people that was better than me in high school more talented than me in high school and we get to college and all of a sudden i start outperforming them outdoing them consistently and then and then the gap just got wider and wider and then i look at them and i say to myself well their confidence got got messed up when they went to college you know, you compete against a few of these older guys, 22, 23-year-old guys as a 17, 18-year-old, and that might mess your confidence up, right? So some people get their confidence messed up so bad to where they can't recover from it. Whether that's, you know, them burying everything inside themselves, not really talking to their peers, talking to their counselors, to their resources that's available to them. I'm not sure what, what that is or why 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 it happens like that, but... I've seen it too many times where when people lose that edge, you lose that confidence, everything else is out the window as an athlete. So remember, all my athletes, right? Take care of your mental first. Like all that other shit, you feel me? All the lifting, all the early morning practices, late night practices, extra work that you're going to put in, like that shit is that shit is obsolete if you cannot get your confidence right. You got to be confident, you got to be disciplined. And all that other shit's going to fall into place. You feel me? Especially coming from high school to college. Like I said, man, it's all about confidence. I done seen it. I done single I done single handedly seen me take confidence from somebody else. And it, it wasn't my fault or anything like that. It's just me being so confident in myself and performing so well myself 
it discouraged somebody else who wasn't, you know, performing at the levels that I was. And I've seen that just continue to discourage them and, and their performances dropped and dipped and dipped and dipped to where now they I don't even think they, they compete collegially anymore. I, I think they might have just quit. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's, hey, look, there's nothing wrong with that either. You feel me? That's not your dream. That's not what you're destined to do. But, um, yeah, that's the, the Lonzo Ball complex, man. That's what I'm going to call this, the Lonzo Ball complex or the Lonzo Ball theory. Well, however you want to, you know, really put your finger on it. But that's just how I feel because we see it all the time. I think I think there's plenty of – look at Markel Fultz, for instance, right? Markel Fultz got into his head too much about the game, about the shot, about the critics, what people would say, and that caused him to lose his confidence. And we've seen it. We've seen it happen in front of our eyes. And it's sad. It really is. I really hate to see things like that with athletes because it's like, damn, you know, like athletes are so scrutinized and so criticized. But I don't think people understand, like, that shit can really, really mess with your confidence as a human. Like, not just as a ball player or an athlete, like that could really, really waver your confidence as a human. So that's why I'm, I really think it's important for every athlete to understand this this part here about confidence and about discipline. If you ever feel as though you're to a point where your back's against the wall and you're losing that confidence in yourself, you're losing that edge, or you don't maybe don't feel like that same guy that you used to feel like or that same girl that you used to feel like, I first and foremost um, advise you to go talk to somebody about that. Like, man, you know, I used to feel like this and now I feel like this. I advise you to go talk to your head coach. I advise you to go talk to your advisors, your counselors, your parents, your siblings, your loved ones, anybody that's really, really willing to listen. Talk to all of them about it. See what they have to say. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of times that's really just you being in your own head about things, which will diminish your confidence. And I've seen it happen to myself. That's why I'm, I'm really, really passionate about this, because I've seen it happen to myself to where I really had to get myself out of that negative motive, that negative mindset um, where I was losing my confidence and I had to get back in my bag. You feel me? I had to get back right. I had to get my mind back right. I had to focus on the things that I needed to focus on. And I really just needed to trust myself too. That's another thing. When your when your confidence starts to fall, you you stop trusting in yourself. You stop trusting in your abilities and your God-given talent. Um, but that's something that you can, just can't let happen. You just said that is something that you just cannot let happen to yourself. As an athlete, as a human, as a businessman, entrepreneur, whatever the fuck you're doing, you cannot let that happen right there where you don't trust your own self. You got to be able to look in the mirror and say, look, bro, I think I could do this. I know I could do this and I trust it. I trust myself. I trust my abilities in it and I'm confident in it to pursue it. You feel me? So the, the moment that that shit starts to waver and you feel that shit wavering, First, listen to this podcast again. Second, seek help. Talk to some people. And I think that's the best way that you can you can overcome it because I've seen people um who had that 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 confidence issue and they they kind of rose up above it. And I think it's a few examples in the NBA. Um I think Kyle Kuzma is a perfect one. And the jury's still out on him. That's why I'm not really 100% sure. But the jury's still out on him as to how talented he is and what he could be as a as a ball player in the NBA. So so you know he he went to I think I believe it was Utah, right? And he was a star at Utah his senior year, put up great numbers, and he got drafted. And he he got MVP of the summer league, 
his rookie year averaged damn near 20 points a game, had a great season. Like, he was just great. He was a great young talent, uh, young prospect. Now LeBron comes, right? LeBron was taking his shots. He wasn't getting the ball in the spots that he liked to. AD comes. He gets even less of an opportunity, um, gets the ball even less than he would normally do. And I think a lot of people in that situation would normally fold and just lay down and not shoot no more and just defer to these guys. But this is something that I really, really got to give Kuzma credit for because he did the opposite. It's almost as he looked at it like, okay, I know I got LeBron on my team. I know I got Anthony Davis on my team. I understand that the touches that I was getting in years past, I'm not going to get those. I'm not going to get the opportunities that I used to. I don't have the the green light like I used to. So every time he gets the ball, right or wrong, he's going confidently and strongly to the basket or to the wing, to the corner, something to get his shot. And that is something that I think that every athlete should really take a take a take a note from is how confident he is in himself, his abilities, what he can do on the court. No matter who the fuck's on the team, whether it's LeBron, Jesus Christ, Kobe, Mike, it don't matter. You know, and I think that that's something that as a as a fan and an athlete myself is something that I really admire. Do I think Kuzma's an all-star? Fuck no. Do I think he's that good? No, I don't. But I really do admire the confidence that he has in himself to go out and hoop the way that he does, to go be aggressive the way that he does. I think Michael Porter Jr. is another one. I think Lou Williams is another one. Basically, every player to come off the bench in the NBA really has such a high confidence level in their own abilities that they're not going to let any coach take that away or playing time take that away or or their teammates take that away. I think that they are alpha dogs. I think that that is that I think that's the perfect term for for somebody like that. I think you need to be an alpha dog, be a Lou Williams, be a Montrez Harrell, be a Jamal Crawford. That super aggressive player. Yeah, you're not getting the same opportunities as somebody else, but do not let that take away from your confidence. I promise you that shit does not feel good. I promise it does not. So, yeah, that's basically all I have to say about this topic. I um, really hope you guys understood what I was talking about. I hope you guys take into account what I was talking about. And I hope you guys can apply this to your to your everyday life in your in college, in your, you know, your schooling, in entrepreneurship, in your business. You feel me in, in your sport, whatever it is in your coaching, whatever alley that is. I think it's just so important to be confident in yourself and you just can't let anybody take that away from you. So. Yeah, man. With that being said, I thank you guys again. I really, really do appreciate you guys tuning in with me. Um, make sure you follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter, man. The, the Instagram handle is intl.noah. Twitter handle, noahwilliams24, man. Just make sure you show some love. Throw me a retweet. Throw me a like. Throw me a repost. Throw me something. Um, and yeah, man, you guys have a blessed day. Have a wonderful day. And I'm out. Thanks again.